0: Happy Friday, everybody. It is Friday, August 31st, 2018. And if you're listening to this, as always, it means you made it through another week, and margaritas are in order. I just want to take one moment real quickly. Uh, Last weekend, last Friday, on the episode, I said it was the last Friday of August. My anxiousness for fall to begin uh, got the better of me. Today is the last Friday in August. Thank God. It is time to finally get into September. So I apologize for the mistake last week. I recorded the whole episode. Didn't feel like re-recording the whole thing for that one bit. So here's your correction. Alright? Deal with it. Let's get into some birthdays, shall we? Alright, happy birthday to Buddy Hackett, James Coburn, Richard Gere, Gina Shock. Debbie Gibson, yeah that Debbie Gibson, and Van the Man Morrison, in honor of Van Morrison's birthday, today's song of the day is going to be Brown Eyed Girl, I mean what else are you going to pick, Brown Eyed Girl, that's it, also I also want to say real quickly, happy birthday to my nephew Gage for tomorrow, today is not his birthday but his birthday is tomorrow, so uh, happy birthday Gage, we all have to learn to stop saying Baby Gage. My, my son calls him Baby Gage because he's a couple of years younger than Tommy. So Tommy knew him as the baby. Uh, he, he Kid's in school now, so uh, it's time to stop calling him Baby Gage. <coughs> it's just Gage, okay? Uh, I'm sure one day we'll laugh about the Baby Gage thing, but sooner or later, Gage is going to get pissed being called Baby Gage. And he's going to knock somebody's teeth down their throat, so Gage... Uh, Just a reminder to everybody out there real quickly before we get into the crap going on this week. If you're not listening to this podcast on Anchor, either on Anchor.fm for free or on the Anchor app for free, then you do not get any of the music that goes along with it. You're just hearing my voice and sometimes it's not going to make sense. Why there's pauses, what I'm talking about in reference to a song. Listen to it on Anchor. Go to the Anchor app. It's free to download, free to listen. And do me a favor. If you guys are listening on Anchor, please, favorite the podcast. I like it that you guys are favoriting the episodes, and I dig that. Favorite the podcast. Let's, let's get, spread the word out there. Let's show a little love. I appreciate it. But if you're not listening on Anchor, you're not getting the music. Another reminder, as always, go buy my book. My book. A Grateful Life, The Life Story of a Husband, Father, and Taco Loving Deadhead is available now at my website, TomPowellJr.com, TomPowellJr.com. And while you're there, you can also buy a, a Grateful Life concert ticket bookmark to go along with your book. Each bookmark is individually numbered, so nobody will have your, book, your concert ticket number. Nobody will have your seat at the show. Um, and you can request a number. If there's a specific number that you know goes with your birthday, let me know. We'll uh, we'll pull that one out. But go by the book, please. And also, real quickly, Happy College Colors Day, everybody. We're getting we're getting into that time of year where we're going to have college football, we're going to have college basketball, all going at the same time. Happy College Colors Day for me. That would be the red of Indiana University. I know I did not attend Indiana University. I did not attend any college. I'm just a Hoosiers fan. Uh, Having deep connections to uh, Green County, Indiana, specifically Linton, Indiana. We grew up in the shadow of Bobby Knight. We're all Hoosiers. So uh, my color is the red and white of Hoosiers. And I know all your other big team, big ten teams, don't like to see it when the Hoosiers come into your... uh, into your stadium with the red and white striped pants. Because you know you're about ready to get an ass whooping. But that's what it is. The right college colors to wear. Red and white. In honor of the Indiana Hoosiers. I, I'll accept the Michigan colors. You want to throw on a little, uh, a little maize and blue. A little? Uh, go for it. I don't care. But uh, yeah. Indiana colors. Happy College Colors Day. Everybody put on your college colors today and wear them with pride. All right, so what the hell is going on this week? Did you guys see, speaking of sporting some college colors, did you see that Michael Jordan in the last 12 months has earned $350 million? Dude's been retired for 15 years. He hasn't been dominant in basketball for like 18 to 20. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's the single greatest basketball player to ever play the game. He is now and will forever be the GOAT. Period. Okay, he's the Babe Ruth of basketball. But dude's still making fat, fat money. 350 mil. A decade and a half after he... Man, you ain't made a layup in a decade and a half. 350 million. Much respect. That is a lot of money to be pulling in a decade and a half into your retirement. Dude's the greatest ever. If you didn't have an opportunity... To, grow, to be alive when Jordan was in his, in his prime, when he was running all over the NBA, winning six championships in eight years, I, I truly do feel for you. I, that was a glorious time to be alive. Those teams, every single regular season game, a throwaway Wednesday night game against the Clippers was always an event. Because you never knew what that guy was going to do, and look at him three hundred and fifty million a decade and a half after retirement. Still, uh, first guy to ever sign a lifetime endorsement deal. Guy is the man. I know everybody nowadays. Oh, LeBron! This LeBron! That Nah, Jordan. Jordan. Period. End of story. Jordan. Guy's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. And still ripped. The dude could probably still get onto a basketball court and uh, and tear it up. I don't know if you, if you see. Still still has it. I mean, you know, he, he wouldn't be as dominant as he once was. He's Still Jordan. Still got it. I could use a little bit of it. I can tell you that much. I'm nowhere near that kind of shape. That dude's a decade and a half into his retirement, and and he could still smoke some NBA players. I'm less than a year into my retirement, and I'm I'm in a weight loss rut from hell. You know, I got down 65. I got put a few back on. I've been hovering right around the 60 mark for days. Still chugging along. You know everybody's giving me a lot of great advice, my neighbor, my wife, some people on on social media, that, you know, my body is caught up to what I was doing. That it was like you went from zero exercise and eating whatever the hell you want to watching the calories that go into your body and exercising every day, and you were, for lack of a better way of putting it, a fat piece of shit. And so the weight just flew off of you. And I'm not calling fat people fat piece of shit. I was a fat piece of shit. I know what I was. So don't everybody start writing me letters and emails. Anyway, regardless. We're talking physically. You know, you know, whatever. Of course the weight flew off me. And now my body's like, okay, so this is our normal. This is what you're taking in for food. This is what you're doing for exercise. And it's kind of like, it's, it, it is definitely plateaued. When you look at my chart, it is just kind of plateaued and, and, and just kind of hovering there every day, every day, every day. I wake up, I'm, I'm either 269 or 270, 269 or 270. And, uh, sorry, excuse me. I was naive enough that when the weight was flying off, I was setting long-term goals for myself on a month-by-month basis. And I kept my goal at losing 10 pounds a month, which is what I was losing in the early part of my weight loss journey. And so, by those numbers, as we roll into September 1st now, I should be at 245, not 270. I'm a bit off the mark. So, I have uh, I've adjusted. I've uh, cut way back on the carbs just to kind of shock the body back into motion. I've increased the workout a little bit and... Introducing new workout items with that. Uh, I'm trying, listen, if my neighbor's listening to this, Mike, if you're listening to this, I know you said drink a gallon of water. Drinking a gallon of water is like next to it. Jesus Christ, that's next to impossible. I'm destroying water to the best of my ability, and I can't put a gallon away, which is just mind blowing to me because a gallon of Mountain Dew, back in the day when I was working, a gal in a Mountain Dew was nothing. Nothing. We would stop at the gas station in the morning to fuel up the truck and all of the mowers and any machines that we had for that day that we needed to use. And everybody would go into the gas station because you, you got all kinds of eats in there. You get your crap for the day. You know, if it's hot out, we're loading up a cooler with Gatorades for everybody and bottled water. But you get your, your snacks and your crap for the day. Uh, Casey's was a big one. Loved, 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 loved Casey's. Casey's was always good to grab a couple of slices of pizza, quick hamburger, some drinks, a little, you know, sleeve of peanuts and, and get the hell on the way. And I would always grab, in the morning, I would grab one of those half-gallon Mountain Dews. And that would be gone by lunch. Then, around lunchtime, we would stop, put more fuel in the machines, because when you're on a mowing route, you got to keep the fuel moving. And we would hit the gas station again and go back in, get more snacks, get more drinks. I would buy another half gallon of Mountain Dew. That would be gone by the time we finished our day. By the time I was pulling the truck back in, into, its, into its spot for the night, I was down in the last of that Mountain Dew. Then I came inside, and then I would drink Mountain Dew or Sprite all night long until it was time to have a glass of milk at night. So drinking a gallon of fluid isn't my issue, but for some reason, drinking a gallon of water is proving to be a difficult task. Difficult. I know I got to do it. I'm trying. I believe me. I am doing everything I possibly can. I'm. Ca- you know, yesterday I went with all meat meals. Listen, I know it's the way it's supposed to be in a weight loss routine. And I also know that when I get to the end of this weight loss journey, that I'll be able to maintain this. I've seen my ability to maintain this now. I know that I can do it. It's just getting to the end goal. I've got to keep the weight coming off before I get into a maintenance routine where I can incorporate the proper amount of carbs and the proper amount of sweets and the proper amount of protein and know on the days when I can cut it loose and then work hard for a day or two after that to get it back under and keep the maintenance going or you know when to turn it off when you're on vacation and things of that nature it's just getting to that 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 final notch so I I won't have to do the all meat crap forever and I'm not even trying to do all meat right now I'm just trying to increase the amount of meat and cut back on the carbs a little bit in order to shock the body back into a weight loss regimen as opposed to a weight maintenance regimen and it is, well it's a pain in the ass it is a pain in the ass listen to me people, listen to me I wrote a blog piece about this this week do not be mean okay It is it is so much more difficult to get rid of it and get your shit back under control after years of letting it go than it is to just stay on top of it. And listen, let me let me put a caveat on what I'm about to say all this crap that I'm about to say here. I am as guilty as every single other person in here. At not finding the time when I was working. So I get it. I know it is difficult to do. And I know it is next to impossible to do. And the schedules just don't allow for it. I get to go downstairs and get on my treadmill. After everybody has left the house for school and work for the day. Okay, that is a luxury not everybody has. I understand that. I am not saying you got to fucking find the time. If you can't find the time, you can't find the time. But if you can find the time and you can find the motivation I highly recommend you get on top of it now I let it go if you go read the blog piece I put up I let it go for a long time I fluctuated up and down when I was younger I was in really good shape in my early adulthood and then I got I let it go big time for the last 20 years and and I got I was Three hundred and forty-four pounds, man. I, I, I'm sitting. I'm sitting here at five foot, nine inches. I was three hundred and forty-four pounds. I'm still two seventy. As of this morning, two seventy on the nose. Still got a long way to wait. long way to go. I'm a long way away. My goal weight is two twenty-five. Sorry, I can't listen to my doctors. My doctor said my goal weight is 180. <sighs> no. 180 is just... No. 225. I'm going to get it to 225, and then I'm going to maintain it at 225. Uh, my, my hope is to get it to 225, and then turn my workout... Because re- I'll still have my days free. Turn my workout regime from... A weight loss regime into a strength training regime where I can then go, I can change my concentration from losing weight to taking the 225 I've got left and hopefully shaping it a little bit better. Listen, (laughs) uh, I am a 46-year-old man who has beat the living shit out of his body for four and a half decades. I'm not going to have abs. I'm not going to have that uh, that whatever the hell that front butt muscle is that comes out of a guy's pants there that absolutely drives women insane and renders them speechless. No, that's not, and nor do I want it. I'm not trying to get that. I'm not 20-something. I'm not in the dating scene. Uh, I want to look good for me. I want to look good for my wife, and I want to be fit. That's my goal in all of this. I do want to sculpt it a little bit so that I've got strength, but I'm not going to try and sculpt it because I'm trying to get on the cover of a magazine. Eh-eh. It's not the goal here. The goal is to regain my strength. And rocket, Roll into my 50s. Healthy. And ready to tackle. That next portion of my life. Alright we are screaming towards our 50s. So. You know. I'm just saying. And my wife's like. I ain't screaming towards nothing. Fat man. I'm in my early 40s. Yeah, we're we're both screaming towards 50. Okay, you bet and I we're gonna be 50, and you know it. We still got a first grader for crying out loud. So that's my goal, and I'm just in a rut. That's all. I'm just venting about being in a rut. I gotta figure out how to get out of it. I gotta get back into the weight loss. You know, I'm still working out every day, I'm still watching what I eat, I'm still, you know, counting the calories, all that good shit. It's just everything's kind of caught up with me. It's like when you go to school in those first couple of years, all they, got you, all they have you doing is coloring and going to recess. And then all of a sudden somebody hands you a math piece of paper and you're like, what the hell is this? That's kind of, it's, it's what I'm going through right now in the weight loss thing. But uh, regardless, I shall get there because I'm telling you right now, I didn't drop this much. And I say 65 and you hear me say 344. When I began my weight loss journey, when I started, when I made the conscious decision to begin, I was 328. My highest ever was 344 last year at some point in time. So at some point in time, I actually came down from 344 to 328. My actual progress is I, I track it from 328. So I had come down, I'm down about 60 pounds. That's a lot of weight to lose to go, I, okay, I hit a wall. This isn't working. I'm going to give up on this. Not even fucking close. I'm going to figure out the wall. I'm going to get over the fucking wall. Excuse my French. Every now and again, you're going to hear that. On this podcast, <sighs> I know people don't like the F word. Sorry I'll figure out the wall I'll get over the wall, and uh, we'll work that out now, real quickly, what I just mentioned there about the podcast uh, for those of you that are just listening for the, for the first time, this is an unfiltered podcast in every sh- stretch and every sense of the, the, the term. I'm not in a booth. I don't have a bunch of audio equipment I don't have mixers I'm not editing all this stuff down this is supposed to be a conversation like you and I sitting on the deck I've said it multiple times in multiple other episodes but you may be tuning in for the first time that's why you're going to hear background noise you're going to hear birds you're going to hear my dog bark you know I'm sitting here recording this like you and I were sitting here bullshitting with a bull so about as real as it's going to get and you're going to hear the F-bomb every now and again I I try not to make it, you know, Richard Pryor-like in its swearing content. But you are going to hear it from time to time. So I apologize for that. I I do apologize for that. Now, some people that need to apologize, I I have to ask you guys this. And please, 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 please tell me that you guys don't do this. Why do people feel it necessary... To announce to the group, a, a, a private Facebook group page, why do you have to announce that you're leaving the group because you don't like the content? I'm not talking about the people that are too stupid to figure out how to get out of the group, and therefore they ask the group to remove them from the, from the group. I'm talking about the people that have to come in and make a post announcing, the site has become bullshit, I'm out of here. really just leave why do you got to announce you're leaving a Facebook group a Facebook group that obviously doesn't have the same thinking that you think and is just going to take your post and shit on it I that was an utter and complete waste of time, energy and effort I, and it's a level of stupid. You'll have to forgive me, but it's a level of stupid I I can't quite grasp, dude. Nobody gives a damn that you're leaving the Facebook group. Nobody cares. You're you're guaranteeing that your post is going to have two hundred comments on it of people r- ripping you in your ass, bashing you, just shut up and leave the group if you don't like the group i've done it to a million groups got into got into a group didn't think it, it, it didn't turn out to be what i thought it was Le- i just left the group the the absolute level of i, I can't quite figure out if it's brain dead it's like they, like they don't know any better and and they think that people are going to give a, a damn that they're announcing that they're leaving the group, or if it's actually that they just have to seek out that attention. Look at me, I'm leaving. Okay, nobody cares. Bye, Linda. Nobody cares. It, it's one of the weirdest things on Facebook. One of the we weir- don't get me wrong. There's a lot of weird things on Facebook, but I belong to a lot of private groups, deadhead groups. uh, Indie author book groups, meme groups, I just don't get that. I am leaving, guys. This sucks. You guys are all idiots. Because that's essentially what you're saying. All of the people that are putting content out in this group are putting out content that is stupid and I don't agree with, so therefore I'm going to announce to the people that I am calling stupid and saying that I don't agree with that I'm leaving because they're stupid and I don't agree with them. These are the same people, by the way, I'm guessing, of course, but th- these are the same people that, in my mind, are the ones that the CDC has to warn not to wash and reuse condoms. Yeah, I, that story was just in the news recently, and, and thinking about these idiots that leave Facebook groups like, by announcing it, it made me think of that. It's got to be the same group of people, right? Because what level of stupid and disgusting do you need to possess in order to actually think that rewashing and re washing and reusing a condom is acceptable and then actually carry it out? <coughs> I wh- what? Are you kidding? Ca- If you are listening to this and you at any point in time have ever washed out and reused a condom, stand up, put your head down, and run into the closest wall. It's not going to kill you. It's going to knock you out. And you need to be knocked out. Stop reusing condoms and if you're reusing condoms (coughs) please don't ever procreate (coughs) I'm amazed that you found a woman that would have sex with you to begin with unless it's a woman that's reusing condoms and not telling the guy okay, alright, listen regardless don't reuse condoms to not ever Wash the splooge out of a used condom, roll it back up, and tuck it back on. Oh my god. People. And once again, these are the same people I, I believe that are announcing that they're leaving private Facebook groups. They're probably sitting there rinsing out their their, their weekends worth of condoms. While, while looking at the comments and posts on a page. And like, that's stupid. These people are crazy. Oh, I can't even believe that that was a story. Washing out and reusing condoms. It's, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. But let, let's... Let's put all of those stupid people aside for a moment. Okay? Let's... Hopefully the condom users stay in their apartments this weekend. And you don't have to deal with too many Facebook idiots. For it is Labor Day weekend. And you guys gotta celebrate Labor Day weekend. And more importantly, you gotta understand what Labor Day weekend is. It's your weekend. Okay, it's your weekend. It's the weekend for it's the holiday for the workers. You people. The nurse on her feet on a double. The doctor in a 12-hour operation. The garbage man in the dead of snow. The postman in the driving ring. The construction worker in the heat of summer. The truck driver thousands of miles from his family. It's the workers holiday. This is your day. I highly doubt we have any elite rich people listening to this and if you are are listening to it thank you for the listen. I'm not shitting on you. I'm just expressing to the workers of the world. This is their day. This is it. Labor Day. I mean it carries a special connotation for me in that it's the official end of summer as well. But As somebody that labored for a long time and worked with people that labored for a living, this is an important holiday for all of you. Okay? I know people think that, like, Memorial Day is the barbecue holiday and it's the holiday where you're supposed to sit on your deck and drink beer and barbecue. Because that's what people do on their day off. But this is actually that holiday. This is the holiday that says to the laborer, to the working man and woman of America, put your feet up, take the day off. We got you for a day. So, not only should you celebrate it, and not only should you acknowledge the fact that it's the holiday for you, the worker, but also acknowledge the people that have to still work on Labor Day. The cops, the firemen's. Firemen's? Yes, I, I just pluraled that. The airline pilots, the stewardesses, the nurses and the doctors and the paramedics. Even the people at the gas stations that are working on Labor Day. They're workers too. It's their day. So <clears throat> please understand what Labor Day is and celebrate the living hell out of it, especially if you work for a living. If you work for, if you bust your ass for a living, then come home and celebrate this weekend. It is your weekend. Hell yeah, have a good time. Margaritas, tacos, titties and beer. Yeah, I said it, titties and beer across the board. Have a good time this weekend. This is your weekend and granted if you <clears throat> if you're a veteran and you got veterans day and if you, there's other days to celebrate fathers day mothers day a vast majority of you this is your weekend so please please celebrate labor day properly tear it up have a good time and yes remember that it is the unofficial end of summer We are on the verge of conquering that evil, evil beast of a season known as summer. Fall is setting in. You you know it. You see it. Pumpkin spice everything. Pumpkin spice Cheerios are out already. Starbucks has announced their pumpkin spice latte. The, 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 The simple girls, the basic girls of the world, they're getting their Uggs and their leggings together. It is that time of year. Pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. Deal with it. It's here. We own it. Oh, man. Can't believe it. It's upon us. Next Wednesday, another reminder for you, by the way. Next Wednesday is my football season's picks. Yeah. Yeah. Next Thursday night, the NFL regular season begins. It's here. As I mentioned earlier, we're on the verge of college football and college basketball. The NFL is kicking off next week. It's going to be followed by the NBA and the NHL. and We're going to be in that glorious point of time, that glorious period of the year in which all of the sports are playing at one time. That's the best. Fall. Embrace it. There will be plenty of people that are going to be pissed to hear this. If they're listening, my wife's cousins, Carrie and Karen, they're, they're not going to like it. They're summer people. You know, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you guys. It's time. Embrace the inner Halloween in you. It's here. Okay? At least have fun with fall. And you guys can bitch about winter. I'm not talking about Carrie and Karen specifically. I'm talking to everybody now. You guys can bitch about winter. I, I get it. Not everybody likes winter. Go ahead and bitch. I'll be enjoying it while you guys are bitching anyway, so don't worry about it just like you guys for the past few months have been out enjoying the sun while well, I've been bitching about the insane levels of swamp ass that I've been experiencing I don't understand how anybody can enjoy swamp ass season swamp ass is no fun fall is fun falling leaves is fun bumpkins are fun Halloween is fun cool temps are fun bonfires are fun Nothing about summer is fun other than the water park and the fireworks show. That's about it. Everything else can just piss off. I can build a pool inside. Not the end of the world. So, welcome, September. I embrace thee. In one month, October descends upon us. It's full on Friday the 13th. Michael Myers. Freddie Jason, the whole shooting match. It's here, it's here. I love it. And yes, as a reminder, once again, Wednesday. Check in for a standalone season NFL seasons picks episode. I'm going to announce my season winners in each division, who I believe the wild cards are going to be, and then I'm going to go ahead and announce that week's slate of games, the winners and losers. Uh, the NFL picks will then come out on the regular Friday episode every week <clears throat> as I make my picks throughout the season. But Wednesday is a standalone. It is my annual Patrick Pignano division winners and losers bet for uh, for what we what we now call just the tip. Ain't that right, Pat? You and me, man. We're playing for just the tip, baby. Get your picks ready. It's Wednesday. My episode will be out Wednesday morning. You can reply to that on Facebook with your picks. Let's do this thing, okay? All right, folks. Listen, you have a great, great holiday weekend. Enjoy your Labor Day. Have some beer. Smoke some Sticky Icky. Listen to some Grateful Dead. Do whatever the hell you want. It's your weekend. That's all I got for you this week. As always, stay grateful and enjoy a little bit of the Friday song.